0: Getting closer to the weekend, and that uh, forecast, remarkably warm. It's going to be a good one. Of course, there's NFL football again this weekend, and uh, everyone was talking about uh, the Chiefs and the Bills game. One of the biggest audiences ever in the NFL, more than 50 million people. And this weekend, I don't know, we got two games to go. It's going to be fun. Chiefs and Ravens game is Sunday at two, followed by the Lions and the 49ers. I'm thinking the Chiefs will win. And I know that's crazy since the Ravens uh, should win. But that Patrick Mahomes, I don't know. Now he's proving that he can win away from home too. Uh, I'm also hoping for the Lions. It's been too long. And that crowd is just electric the way they cheer. It's going to be fun this weekend uh, with uh, a doubleheader on Sunday. And and many will tune in, of course, to that Chiefs game just to see what... uh, Travis Kelsey's brother's going to do again. Jason up in the suite, taking his shirt off, mixing with the Bills fans. Now he explained in his podcast was with his brother. It's called New Heights that. He warned his wife. Jason warned his wife he was going to take his shirt off, believe it or not. I'm not going to lie. I gave Kylie a heads up. The moment we got into the suite, I said, I'm taking my shirt off and I'm jumping out of that suite. And she said, Jason, don't you dare. I was like, hey, it's letting you know what's happening. I'm not asking for permission. I'm doing this. Once a Kelsey man's determined, there's no stopping him. And she was already telling me to be on my best behavior because we were meeting Taylor. This is hilarious. I was like, Kylie, when I met you, the first day I met you, I was blacked out drunk and fell asleep at the bar. (laughs) This is part of the charm. This is part of the Jason Kelsey charm. I want to make my best first impression. This is my best chance. My best first impression is the worst impression ever. So I, I could just build <laughs> from that, that bar, point. Nice yeah, exactly. Well, I guess he is who he is. Incidentally, in the same podcast, Travis Kelsey did not throw up his hard hands for Taylor Swift in that game last weekend after scoring that touchdown. Here he is explaining why he did that. The celebration went wild by you with the uh, little heart. Had to spread the love, baby. There was a lot of hate pulling up to that stadium, man. It's a football game. It's supposed to be. a football game. The Bills yeah. coming into their house. They want to make it rowdy. Did it get a little disrespectful? 1,000%. I get it. You know what I mean? Coming into a hostile environment. I respect yeah. it. I just wanted to make sure it knew it wasn't mutual. I don't hate you guys like you hate us. It's all love, baby. So there you have it. It wasn't for Taylor after all. And as I mentioned, of course, the Chiefs play the Ravens. And this is kind of funny. Uh, The games in Baltimore, right? And it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that Taylor is going to be there. And with that in mind, residents of a local assisted living facility have made a TikTok to let Taylor know that when she gets there to their city, there's lots to do. You must
1: go to the aquarium; it's wonderful. Go get yourself a burger, Cookie. After the game, come back in the spring to see the Orioles and Camden Yards. If you arrive early on Sunday.
0: Stop at the Shirley's for breakfast. Stop at the Shirley's for breakfast, Taylor. If you get there early, the seniors' home care uh, center wanted Taylor to feel comfortable when they visit Baltimore, when she visits Baltimore this weekend. It's Thursday, it's ACDC, it's Mayor Sandra Masters.
2: Good morning, Greg.
0: Welcome again to the studio. Isn't it wonderful wandering over from City Hall in this sort of (laughs) weather than it is maybe a week and a half ago? Oh gosh, yes. Yeah, it it just brightens you up. And we got lots going on this weekend, which I know some of which you'll be attending. I'll get to that in a moment. But uh, we got to talk about these electric buses. Mm -hmm. Now, how many are we getting?
2: Uh, There's... Fifty-three electric buses that have been ordered, and considering these are have delivery dates over a number of years and a couple years out too.
0: Okay, and and we, how did we budget for these again? Where was this in
3: the this past? An, previously yeah. coming up. This is almost? no,
2: this this has already been approved, and so it's in, been been in previous budgets. And we applied to the federal government for fifty percent of the financing. They had that in their in their in some of their green funding. So uh, we've got fifty percent of the cost covered.
0: Don't you wish you had one of those buses a week and a half ago in that cold snap to see? <laughs> How exactly it would work in our community at uh, cold snap? How confident are you that they'll get through cold snaps like that one?
2: Well, we know the technology continues to change, and so I guess we'll wait and see. I haven't seen any information about electric buses, you know, caving in minus thirty six. But the reality is, is that regular vehicles cave in minus thirty six.
0: Okay. And uh, in summary, this is a long term goal of the city. Of
2: yeah, course. it's it's a long term goal. It's uh, savings on fuel cost. We know that uh, you know we're trying to hit that twenty fifty. Uh, goal of net zero, the whole world is, frankly, or the G7 countries anyways.
0: We're trying. Uh, <laughs> Carmichael Outreach yeah. can now comfortably uh, uh, accept more people, right? That was after money from both the city and the province, yeah. uh, assisting in a bit of a remodel. Uh, how has that changed now?
2: Uh, it's it's good, actually. So they're open from uh, 11 at night till 7 in the morning. And um, um, they're taking in about, we think, around uh, 20 folks per night, and uh, it, we had opened up the bus, the bus because the warming shelter wasn't open. So the it's open now. So the, the bus has gone away for a bit. So that's that's where folks can warm up overnight.
0: All right. So uh, you're, are you going to shelve the warming bus in the next cold snap or is that just going to move elsewhere?
2: It's, it's, it's shelved unless the need is there. And I think it's something that the city is uh, pretty alive to. But uh, we'll watch demand and um, just make sure that they've got enough space for folks need to warm up.
0: Mayor Sander Masters, my guest, uh, executive committee yesterday, there was a motion whether or not to give Globe a... Uh, Globe Theatre, a million dollars for capital. Uh, Will you help out Globe Theatre?
2: Well, it's an ISIP project of the cities, and so um, they've had the same cost overruns during COVID that everybody else has. Our projects have had them, their projects have had them. So it's really a matter of do we want to see it to completion? And I would suggest for downtown and for the theater, we would like to see it. to completion. So the
0: next move is at council to find the money.
2: Yeah. We, so we've got a budget that's set. So in terms of other capital projects that are underway, where can where can that money be found? And okay. so administration is going to bring back to executive some options for council to consider. So we're not just can I ask it up you. Favor you know? on
0: this, though, yeah. you know. Please, please, <laughs> just figure out where the money is and do it, and don't ask for a study. Okay, I don't want to. Oh my on this. gosh,
2: sir, you won't be getting a study out of me. Thank
0: you very much. <laughs> what do you think of Saskatoon Mayor Charlie Clark's announcement yesterday? I, you know, uh, he's 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 now running again.
2: No, and the, like the end of this year, it'll be eighteen years with him serving on council for ten, and mayor is eight. That's a uh, that's an incredible run. Yeah. Saskatoon's had tons of growth.
0: Now he gave uh, quite the notice. Uh, before the Mm -hmm. next uh, election Mm -hmm. and and when is ours
2: (laughs) same time (laughs) about the same time
0: right yeah so uh the the mic is yours
2: well i wish charlie all the best in everything
0: he does you have no announcement to make today
2: no announcement to make
0: maybe next week
2: there's tons of work to do you're going to ask me every week.
0: <laughs> you're going to be busy. Yes, I am. Oh. Uh, before you leave, I know you're going to be very busy. What have you got planned this weekend to take advantage of this weather?
2: Hey, we got frost opening up tomorrow. So downtown at five o'clock tomorrow, we'll do a grand opening. I think I'm over at the Harvard Lounge tomorrow in the stadium playing croca curl at noon and then uh, just partaking of the events over the next 10 days.
0: Yeah, and Glow is back. That was a really big hit last time. It was time. a big hit. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's a really big hit. It's just, it's kind of something, lights are kind of magical and music right. and all of that kind of stuff. So. We know the kids like it. And the parents like it. They got play areas. They got bouncy castles. So. Yeah,
0: are you going to be putting on your figure skates for Wascana Lake? Oh, you know, because the rink is open now, right? You
2: no, know, I don't have figure skates. I have hockey skates. Oh,
0: nice. <laughs> uh, do you have any elbow pads and a stick so that can get you out there?
2: Just a helmet.
0: <laughs> Challenge the mare on the ice. Oh, that that might not be a good oh, idea. Lord. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoy frost and thank you as always for stopping into our studio. Thanks,
2: Greg.
1: Well, I
0: know it's Robbie Birds Day, and we've accepted, I think, uh, the fact that guess, is not for everyone, and uh, definitely not me. So I'll celebrate Robbie Burns with uh, whiskey at best, but how about award-winning whiskey? Last Mount Distillery in Lumsden has another trophy on the shelf. The owner's... Our call at a Meredith Schmidt and are hanging out with me now on the phone for a moment to explain how they locally source and make award-winning whiskey. And I want to welcome you both. Colin, I'll start with you. Uh, Brag a little, will you, please?
3: Thanks, Greg. We won Best Wheat Whiskey in all of Canada again.
0: For the fifth year in a row, I should boast for you on your behalf here. Where is this competition? Kind of give us a little background. How serious of a competition is it?
3: As far as we know, this is one of the more legitimate uh, competitions in all of Canada for whiskey. We submit our whiskey to the Canadian Whiskey Award every year and it's um, held annually in um, victoria british columbia throughout the year they're doing blind taste samples so they're taking the bottle and putting it into eight different samples and sending it around the country to um, the judges that taste it blindly and score it and for the fifth year in a row
0: our whiskey scored number one that's incredible and meredith are we going to be able to purchase this or was this only to win an award
1: i know year no we actually have some for sale this year
0: <laughs> limited offer or what
1: yeah we only um it's single cask right so we only have as much was, as was in the cask um we do have some that are packaged together with some nice glen cairn glasses so those are a nice little uh, package too if people are maybe getting ready for valentine's day already might be a nice little sweetheart treat
0: look at you selling here <laughs> i just want to learn from colin what that tastes like now just a little swig there colin and tell me what i'm tasting
3: You're going to have to come out and try it for yourself, Greg, but I can tell you right now you're going to have a very um, smooth, buttery finish. It's going to be creamy in your mouth. It's going to be – you're going to taste the wheat, shine through uh, a little bit of oak, the vanillin, the caramel that you would expect and it's a very smooth not a harsh finish at all because it is wheat it's not like a spicy rye very sippable
0: Colin how do you do that as far as you mentioned the caramel and uh, the sweetness how does that combination come together like uh take us through the process well,
3: the distillation in our process itself we do distill on the grain so we're putting some of um, the prior mash into the existing mash which um, attenuates the flavor brings consistency but it also uh, allows by distilling on the grain we're allowing the flavor of the grain profile to shine through in the distillation the tricky part is aging it uh, we have a mixture of new 53 gallon white oak casks that are medium charred and then we also move it after a couple of years into a once used bourbon barrel to let it
0: finish. Colin and Meredith Schmidt from Last Mile Distillery just won another award, best whiskey, in fact, in all of Canada for the fifth year in a row. Meredith, when it comes to uh, making this award winning whiskey, how do you source the wheat uh, that goes into your products here?
1: So- comes from Brewster Farms in Earl Grey. So that wheat is as locally grown as it gets. This is a Saskatchewan, like true Saskatchewan whiskey through and through.
0: you got more than just wheat whiskey, Colin. Uh, is it important to be uh, shopping local with uh, everything you do there?
3: Oh, 100%. We're very proud that we're, we're getting our, all of our grains locally. It makes a big difference in the process, but it means a lot of the people, if they come in and actually tour our facility, they'll see that most of... Um, The products that we have in our store are local.
0: How many years has Last Mountain Distillery been established now?
1: We're going on our 13th year, Greg, and you know, our age um, in this industry has enabled us to be one of the few distilleries that do make a Saskatchewan whiskey, so...
0: That's awesome.
1: um, Yeah, distinguishes us for sure.
0: Colin, you have made another award-winning whiskey. What are you thinking of doing next?
3: I'm always thinking, Greg, we've got some big, big plans. We're expanding our whiskey production. We're rebranding our whiskey with a new name, new bottle we've got some great straight rise and lots of seven, year old whiskeys that we've made in years past that are finally coming of age and now it's up to us to um, to finish them properly and get them in the proper packaging and promote
0: them to the public. 13 years in the industry now. Have you broadened the horizon extensively? How far does last month distilleries reach go now?
3: Alberta, British Columbia and we're looking to expand into the states and Ontario as well.
0: Uh, well, I congratulate you both. It's wonderful to see uh local distillery like yourself finding uh, a success right across the country and I wish you well with it. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks Greg. Thank you.
0: Is it ever too early to think about camping and camping reservations? And that price includes scenery and wildlife fun.
1: Oh, come on, Clark. It seems like a nice place. It's got a pool and everything.
0: Campsite bookings to national parks begin next Friday morning. And we, have, of course, have two. Uh, Grasslands National Park will give you a crack at sites next Friday. If you're looking to go between May 16th and the middle of October, Prince Albert National Park will open for Camping May 1st to the middle of October. Again, next Friday for national parks. You can book online or call them. And uh, provincial parks, yeah, that's usually in April. When we get word of the official dates, we will, of course, pass it on to you. You know what else is set to return sometime this year? Green light! Netflix gave the green light for a second season of Squid Games. Now they have officially announced the Korean language survival drama will return either late summer or early fall singer melanie passed away passed away at the age of 76 her biggest hit that one there brand new key and uh, melanie was like what 22 i think when she performed at woodstock and uh, believe it or not since then has had 32 albums. She was working on her 32nd at the time of her death. And I'm thinking, really Melanie with one big hit had 32 albums. That's extraordinary. I would have never thought that from an artist who had the, uh, only, uh, hit in 1972. I believe it was well, lots of conversation yesterday when Jon Stewart announced that he's returning to the daily show on comedy central, but, uh, only on Monday nights. I guess he's, uh, He's going to leave it to the rest of the correspondents the rest of the week. He starts February 12th. I will be tuning in. I, I And I miss the days of him. John Oliver was great on that show. Those two used to crack me up. And uh, you got to admit, John has been a force. Remember how he forced Mitch McConnell and uh, the Republican help veterans and nine eleven responders in the Senate there too. So uh, that'll be something to watch. He's He's jumping in because... Well, it is an election year stateside. In case you haven't noticed, how many of you remember this song here? We are the world. We are the children. Yeah, we are the world. Came out in 1985. Over 40 different artists gathered to record that song and raise money for African famine relief. And uh, Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, Stevie Wonder, Tina Turner, Billy Joel, Diana Ross, and so many others. It was written by Lionel and Michael Jackson. And in this documentary now for Netflix, Lionel remembers the process with Michael.
2: I'm at the house with Michael writing the song. He hums every part. Tapes and
0: tapes of just layered and layered of him humming. There was tremendous pressure. Stevie wouldn't call me back. And the recording was in a couple of days. We now have
2: a template with mumbles and no words. What do we want to do? We're talking to the world, so we have to talk this out.
0: It seems so natural to say. There's a full-on fight going on. What am I supposed to sing? The clock is ticking, and we had so many disasters coming. Man, are you kidding? Now, that is called The Greatest Night in Pop. It'll debut on Netflix next week, the 29th. Uh, It premieres, but uh, yeah, I remember how huge that song was. And uh, pretty extraordinary to see that many stars together. You couldn't put a song like that out today, because today's artists sound like one another. Those voices in We Are the World so distinctive, Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, and then Stevie and Tina Turner with her gravelly voice. You couldn't do that today with artists. CJME Newstime now is 826.